Good morning and welcome to Green Tea Conversations, a radio show that delves into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine to bring you local experts who share progressive ideas and the latest information and insights needed so you can lead your best life. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings magazine, and I've had the honor to meet hundreds of highly qualified professionals in the areas of natural medicine, sustainable living, and healthy relationships. And I wanted to find a way to help them expand their reach and share their expertise with you. Green Tea Conversations is our vehicle to do just that. We have in our studio today Connie Bjork, who, along with her business partner, Michelle Kitzmiller, owns Awaken Living, an integrative health clinic located in Bloomington. Connie and Michelle also host the radio show Awaken Living Infusion on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. right here on AM 950. Welcome to Green Tea Conversations, Connie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so you are a guided, I'm sorry, a certified guided imagery therapist who is trained to do counseling for many things that will benefit all of us, including relaxation, stress reduction, pain management, habit control, problem solving, and personal and spiritual empowerment. We're going to get into many of those in just a minute, but to start off with, why don't you share with us what guided imagery therapy is? Thank you. It's very different from what most people think it is. Uh, people think of guided imagery as being a CD that you put in and you sit back and you relax and, you know. So like listen. a guided meditation. And that's my point. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, those are guided meditations. Guided imagery as a therapy is where you and I would be having an con ongoing conversation. So it's a very different thing. There's two different forms of guided imagery as a therapy. There's the passive and the interactive. And passive in my office, I use that in group form. That would be where multiple people would be in a setting and we would be going through a guided meditation. That, that's the passive form. And the interactive then would be one-on-one -on -one solo. Okay, so and you're having a conversation during it. Yes. So passive, you're not really having a conversation. Right. Everybody's having their listening. own experience in their head. Okay. And then afterwards, we all talk about it, and people will share their experiences. There's benefits to that. You get the group energy going, and I know that one of my mentors, he really preferred, he preferred that because he thought it was really special. If you really want to make progress with people, however, and really move mountains, you need to do the the interactive. The one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so how is this different from, say, hypnotherapy? Yes. Both of my mentors were also hypno hypnotists before they were in, worked with guided imagery. And when they found guided imagery, they never went back. Guided imagery is different in that in hypnotherapy, you are at a lower brainwave level. That's where people can, you know, when you see a hypnotist on TV or whatever, they can get you to do things that you would never do in public in an awakened state, correct? <laughs> yes. Actually, when I was in high school, we had a prom and there was a hypnotist that came and it was actually kind of funny, but... Right. I was not one of the people. And on you were the glad. Stage, so I right? was glad. <laughs> <laughs> right. But in, a, in the guided imagery therapy, you are at um, the alpha state, which is the state in which all true healing takes place. And what it does is it bypasses passes the rational thought 
that, you know, we can rationalize the hmm out of everything, right? Mm -hmm. And it goes right, you know, into line with the, the answers that you hold within, within your body. So it's, it's a wonderful experience. And so take us through it. What does that kind of, what does it look like if somebody were to come in to have a session with you? The first session is always an intake. Um, all my sessions for guided imagery are two hours long, and that's because we really can't get to the heart of a you know of anything and really work through something in less time than that. So the first set two hour session is an intake, and I'll be asking questions. Some of them are normal or traditional questions, and that others are not. And what I'm doing there is I'm gathering information. People come to me with issues that they want dealt with. And what they're really showing and presenting are the symptoms, and that I know that. And so I'm looking at those symptoms and how they talk to me about their symptoms because they're giving me clues as to what is really happening. What I know to be true is that the body is waiting for the chance to have a voice because it tries to get our attention in subtle ways by giving us a little ache, a pain, a crick in the neck that, you know, basically our body is saying, hey, pay attention to me. I have something I need to tell you. And so I go from there, and I'm asking questions that will give me a parameter as to what is safe for you and mm -hmm. what is not, on what your body really kind of wants us to go, what direction it wants us to go in. And so when you start out, you start out with... Um actually kind of helping someone to relax, you start in yes. more of a relaxed state. So what yes. is that like? So then the second session would be an actual imagery. Oh, okay. And it's not on the issue itself. And there's a reason for that because when we're little, we explore the world doing new things all the time and we love it. You know, everything's new and exciting. And as we get older, we like our comfort levels. And doing something new can produce anxiety in people and that's not what we want. And so the first imagery is not working on the issue, but it is giving you a foundation as to where you are in mind, body, and spirit right now in this moment. Also within that imagery, I have you do things that are tools that will help us with any other imagery that we ever choose to do. So it's really quite wonderful. And so they get into more of a relaxed state. Right, you that's help, the alpha help state. You help people to mm -hmm. kind of get into that state, right. and then you start asking questions, or how does that work? Right. The first five to seven minutes is called an induction, and it's just getting both of us into that alpha state. And that experience is much like an artist or an athlete when they're in the zone, that relaxed space where you lose track of all time, and you, you know, oh, and all of the answers are right there. And then in the first imagery, I will put you in a place, okay? And the others, no, you pick it. Okay. Which sounds kind of scary. What? I got to do this, right? <laughs> but um, it's, it's a wonderful experience. It's an emotional experience because the first one is very validating. And as human beings, we are not used to hearing good things about ourselves. And so a lot of people cry because yeah. of that. And when you say you put you help put somebody in a place, mm -hmm. what do you mean in a place? In the first imagery that we do, it's a your perfect place of peace kind of a thing, but I put you in one, and there's a reason for that. Um, the first imagery, I put you in a place of peace, so it's a specific place that in imagery, the symbolism is strongly connected to that place. Okay. 
And, yeah. and as we go through our interview today, we're going to talk about what some of those imagery mm-hmm. is and what they mean. <clears throat> so I've been through guided imagery with you. I've been through the therapy with you. And I have to say, it feels like it goes really quickly, mm-hmm. like you really lose track of time. And I know when I've done it, it's felt like it was, you know, five or 10 minutes long. And actually, what is the typical amount of time that somebody is in the imagery state? You know, in the beginning, I will say for the next 20 minutes or so, when it's usually 30, 35 at yeah. least. Yeah. And I think in one of my sessions, it was like 40, and it yeah. really just felt so, so quick. Everyone thinks it's five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then even though I've said, you know, it'll take me five minutes to five to seven minutes, I'm usually on the seven-minute side. My mentors could do it like, you know, but I'm a little, I want people to really feel relaxed and comfortable, so we do it a little bit longer. But everyone thinks it's just been five minutes, even though they've heard the first five minutes is just us relaxing. And it also, it's a very interesting state to be in because I have been hypnotized as well, Mm -hmm. and I find that that also very helpful in a lot of the things that I do. Absolutely. Um, but it's very different in the fact that you're very aware of mm-hmm. what's happening. And I've actually even questioned myself. Like at times I felt like I'm not doing it right. And it feels like I don't know what this means, but I don't know why this image is here and it doesn't make any sense. And my logical mind goes to trying to find out what it means myself, right? Right. And that's one of the things that I talk to people about. Go with what comes up. We'll talk about it later. And for people who have an analytical mind, they want to stop and think about it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I always tell them, you know, just go with the flow. Go with what you see. It's there for a reason. And afterwards, we are going to analyze every single detail. And that's usually enough to, you know, calm their minds. And it's very normal to say, I don't know if I'm doing this right. Mm -hmm. And I explain that to people when the first time that I see them, that's another reason that I do this imagery that isn't working on their, their issue. Because people always think, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it right. There's no right or wrong way. Yes, and it's it, is, your body. it is a little bit different to yeah, try to, yeah. you know, let go of control in that mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. But once you do, it is. It's very interesting. And it was also interesting afterwards. And as I said, we're going to talk about that more in a bit. But it's also interesting afterwards to find out what that meant, Yes. what yes. the meaning behind that image was. So even though logically I didn't get it, when you explained it, it all made sense Yes. so quickly. And they go together like a hand in a glove. The messages, because you always get incredible messages for you inside the imagery. And then afterwards, we talk about the symbolism behind it in the work that I do, and they go together like a hand in a glove. It's just, it's just beautiful. So for listeners who want to learn more about guided imagery therapy and the other services that you provide at Awakened Living, what is your website address? Awakenedlivinginfusion.com. And so awakenedlivinginfusion.com, all one word. So this morning we're talking to Connie Birk of Awaken Living, an integrative health clinic in Bloomington. Connie and Michelle, her uh, business partner, also host a radio show called Awaken Living Infusion on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. right here on AM 950. For more information or to read Natural Awakenings online, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show at am950radio.com, on iTunes, or anywhere you get your podcasts. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and we will be back in just a few minutes. 
Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're talking with Connie Bjork of Awaken Living and host of Awaken Living Infusion Radio Show right here on AM 950. Thank you for being with us today, Connie. Thank you for having me. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) So just before the break, you were telling us about guided imagery therapy, what it is, and what people can expect when they go through a session with you. So what are some of the uses for guided imagery therapy? You know, guided imagery is a therapy that can be used when nothing else has worked. I mean, I've had so many different people who've tried everything, and this was their last resort. Or they so believe in it that it was the first thing that they tried. And it's the plethora of Issues that can be dealt with using this therapy are amazing to me. We, I use it for stress reduction to help people, you know, and to relieve anxiety. It's wonderful for anxiety. So, therefore, you wouldn't need medication. Everything with guided imagery deals with an issue, and it's totally gone within that one session. It's just miraculous. So we use it for also... When people are going through chemotherapy, it's a wonderful thing to aid the process, to help them help them actually heal their body and change the chemistry of their body. Before and after surgery, it's been found that people who use it before and after surgery use one-third less pain medication. They go home days earlier because they're not all drugged up. And it's, it's been really beneficial for healing. So that's really interesting. I want to I want to ask you something mm-hmm. about that. So I know uh, when you're going into a surgery, they always tell you, you know, come well rested, well mm-hmm. hydrated, make sure that you're in a good state, a positive state of mind. Yes. So what is it about guided imagery? Is it part of the fact that you're relaxed, you're in a relaxed state? And then what is the other part of it? You know, the mind is a funny thing. In the mind, everything's happening in the present moment. So when we think about negative thoughts, right, or situations or conversations that we've had that have been negative, in the mind, it's happening all over again. So it's sending out those damaging chemicals, the cortisol, the, you know, adrenaline, that type of thing that we don't want going on. I can take that same phenomenon and use it in any situation to heal anything in any, you know, even things that have happened to you decades ago. So we can think about that in the form of when we're preparing for surgery. We can, you know, there's several parts to this. When someone comes in and they're going to be having a surgery, we talk about the, again, there's symbolism in the organ and the area of the body that they're having the surgery in. So we talk about that. We do imagery, talking to that part of the body, finding out what's going on with the body there. And then we do other imageries following that one because we really do want to you know, deal with the root cause. Mm -hmm. Because even that, you know, guided imagery bypasses all the symptoms and goes right to the root cause of an issue. So even in that instance, and then we want to have an imagery where we are seeing the body whole and healed. Okay. So it's called remembered wellness. And so we're preparing the body for the surgery. And then we're thinking about and doing an imagery on after the surgery. And we do that again after the surgery happens. Now the body is healing, and all of the all of the chemicals in the body are there, and they're healing. Well, I have to say, Connie, you have a very healing voice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're making me very relaxed right now. Good, good. 
So what are some of the other uh, things that can be used for it? It's wonderful to speed up wound and burn healing. Again, using the same you know process that we just talked about. And I use it a lot with people who are pregnant in childbirth, labor, and also in the months beforehand. It's very calming. Uh, especially if it's your first pregnancy, sometimes you can become very, you know, nervous about what's going to be happening. And so there are imageries that we can do all along the way. Childhood trauma or adult trauma, uh, it's fantastic for PTSD. I work with that a lot. And we are going to talk about PTSD um, mm-hmm. coming up in another section. Yeah. So I find it interesting, one of the things that... Um, I read about that you can use it for is with problem solving. Yes. So how do you use it with problem solving? A lot of times we are our own worst enemy, right? And there are things that are holding us back. That's one that I love to do in group because there's a there's yeah, an imagery that I love that. to do. And that's one I've done with in, in uh, a room with about 200 people. Um, what's holding you back? And you actually get to see you know, where on the body it is, and it talks to you and tells you, gives you information. It's really quite profound. So your body has all the answers. We just need a way to allow the mind and the body to speak to one another. So it's interesting when you're talking about problem solving and doing it with groups and also with stress reduction and some of the other things that it can be used for. I'm interested to know, can you use it with organizations? Like if I came to you as a business owner and said, we're having some you know, some problems on our team and we want to, we're not actually meshing as well as I'd hoped we were. Mm -hmm. How can you use guided imagery for team building or leadership development or perhaps working on projects together? Again, um, you can work in a group form. Uh, I do that quite frequently where it's wonderful because even I'll, I use this, you know, auditorium that I used, that I did this one in. At the end, of course, there's symbolism, which we talked about. And I said, does anyone want to know what their symbolism means? You know, and at first everyone was very shy. And then one brave individual raised her hand. <laughs> and that's all it takes. And it is. <laughs> and she said, what does it mean if I saw this? And so I told her. And then a hundred hands went up. You know, then everyone wanted to know. And uh, it... It's a very powerful experience. I also do one-on-one within that. You set aside time for people to come in and do a one-on-one. And it, it, it's amazing what it does. And now you've shared with me a story of, a, of an executive who you worked with. Um, I think it was in that same group setting. Yes, yes. And um, that he shared his yes. image. Yes, from the very back of the room, the president of the state organization that I was doing this with said, what do you, does it mean if I saw this? And I'm kind of laughing, and I said, well, don't shoot the messenger, but this is what it means. And I said, I told him, and the whole room burst out laughing, yes, that's him to a T. And he starts <laughs> laughing, and he goes, we need to talk. <laughs> <clears throat> so how, how can this be used if somebody came to you, say, um, they're trying to find their voice. They don't feel like they, you know, they lack some self-esteem and they want to have more empowerment, want to have a, a greater voice. How right. could this be used? We will find exactly what it is that has happened to them in their life. The thing that we we don't understand or maybe don't know is that every issue that we have as an adult boils down to an emotional issue. The root cause is always an emotional issue that hasn't been healed. Mm -hmm. So when you find yourself as an adult in a situation where you say something that you 
oh my God, that's so not me. I can't believe I said that or I can't believe I did that. That's an issue that you need to heal. That is an emotion around which something happened. And we act in this present moment at the age we were when that was an issue the first time. So it might be when we were four, six, 12. So it's not as the mature adult. So let's, when we come back, I'm going to get into that a little bit more with you because I want to dig into that about how we react from where the age we were at at that moment. So if you want to make an appointment with Connie, you may call 952-452-8583 or you can visit their website at awakenedlivinginfusion.com. We're talking with Connie Bierk of Awakened Living about guided imagery therapy. To read Natural Awakenings online, visit naturaltwincities.com. You're listening to Green Tea Conversations on AM 950. We'll be right back. Conversations where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine to talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're talking with Connie Bjork of Awaken Living and host of Awaken Living Infusion radio show here on AM 950. Welcome back to the show, Connie. Thank you. So when we left off, we were talking about guided imagery therapy and how um, you've used it with your clients, and we were in particular talking about how it's used to help people find their voice or to help people gain some Mm self-esteem. And you said, uh, you know, there was an event that happened somewhere in their childhood and that how we react as an adult is the emotion that we feel from that moment, that moment in time. So uh, explain a little bit more about that and how that helps or how that hinders us from actually having a voice. When there is an issue that we have not healed, we, again, we're now as an adult reacting in this moment in time from the age and maturity level (laughs) that we were when that was first an issue for us. And so in imagery, we can find that, whatever it is, the very root moment where that happened and go back and heal it. That is situation has some very important information for you that will help you heal that forever and it will be gone until that happens though it's going to be there for some people there will be um, an instant where it happened at four but then it continued and then through imagery we can in one session go through every other time when it really hit home and heal all of them collectively Okay. Yeah. Excellent. So so for someone who's trying to find a voice, mm-hmm. what might be an example of something that hindered them from having a, a voice? Okay, let's give an example. Okay. There's a wonderful example in a book by Don Miguel Ruiz where he's talking about a mother who has a wonderful relationship with, his, with her daughter. But one day she has a migraine and she's really, really upset. And her daughter was singing and singing louder and louder and louder. And her mom said, would you just shut up? I can't stand your singing. And the little girl thought she meant... Ever. she Yeah. And so she quit singing. And unfortunately, she later quit talking. So in imagery, we can go back in. You know, as an adult, she sought help. But, you know, it would be better if we didn't have those situations. But life happens to us. And we sometimes aren't thinking and speaking the best that we could to people. So in those moments... 
you know, in imagery, I can take someone back into the moment where whatever the emotional issue, so say, lack of confidence, when did you first feel fear? Mm-hmm. And go back. And I think the important thing for people to know is that everybody carries something with yes. them from yes. their childhood. Yes. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, my crazy family. No. <laughs> No, it not happens at all. to everyone. <laughs> yes, yes. So, what are what are a couple of other examples of how you can use it? One of the most uh, frequently used is in pain control. If there's again any physical pain or disease has an emotional root cause. If we get to the root cause and give it a voice and it gives you information, it doesn't need to be there anymore. And the most important thing to remember is that you have power to remove it or leave it. The choice is yours. And so that, and that is the big difference with any other therapy is that every session you can actually eliminate something that you've been dealing with for years for good. One of the easiest is migraines. I've had, um, and the only ones that I talk about are people that have given me permission. I had right. someone come in who had had migraines every day for 33 years. She was 36. So they mm. started when she was three. We had the initial session. The one imagery that I do with everyone and the migraine, and she never had another migraine, and that's been over, that's been about 15 years. Oh, my goodness. So what could be a root cause of that? It's an emotional issue again. An emotional Everything issue that is, comes yes. back from mm-hmm. the childhood. Yeah. So another, other things are sports performance enha- enhancements, fears, phobias, public speaking, fear of flying, um, issues related to cancer, sleep issues. Self-esteem, self-confidence, personal and spiritual empowerment, guilt. That's a big one for a lot of people, right? Addictions. Forgiveness. That's a wonderful one, too. You know, and that's a a really good one to kind of uh, jump in here for a moment and uh, talk about because I can't remember exactly what it is that I came to you for because, as you said, it heals and then you can let it go. That's right. Right? That's the beauty of it. <laughs> but I remember uh, when I did come in and talk to you, it we, we went through the process mm-hmm. and you said, you know, you asked me different times during it what was happening. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to share with, the, with our listeners kind of some of the things that I saw during my imagery. And mm-hmm. then we'll talk about what those meant on the other side of this. Wonderful. Okay. So you asked me to find a place where I felt safe and comfortable. And I remember going back and looking at, um, I told you I was sitting next to a stream and I was watching the beavers build a beaver dam. And that was something I did as a child. We, I lived on a farm, and that's where we were. And it was someplace that I always loved to be. And so that made me feel comfortable and safe. And I was watching the uh, beavers build the dam. There was a forest in the distance. It was out in a field, but it was quite a ways away from me. And there was something significant about the color brown, but I don't remember exactly what that mm-hmm. was. So let's go through some of those things and talk about kind of what what you can learn from the colors and the imagery that come up. Right. And it's important to note that you're not sharing what it was that you were told in the imagery. And that's that's wonderful. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's personal. So we're going to talk about the symbolism that all of the things that you saw related to. I don't care if you talk about anything that was personal because I'm an old <laughs> you can You can say anything. <laughs> so the this was all very telling. This was before you... Um, were on your own in the magazine. 
No, I had I had owned the magazine. Right. Oh, oh yes. Before you were on, on, yes. on your own. That's the only part that we'll share. Okay. <laughs> so the beaver, okay, some of the significant things is that it can be submerged and hold its breath for up to 15 minutes at a time. So breath work and breath control is important for you as a person. They are master home builders. So traditional home and having a um, significant other for a lifetime is another important aspect to your life. They keep 30 their, years. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they keep their homes in excellent repair. Now, they live less than 12 years in the wild, so the number 12 is the significant one for you at this time. It cuts down trees, right, which enables brush to grow, and it's also then feeding the moose and the deer. And when they leave their dams, the silt that's collected there is, you know, still collecting, collecting. But the, when they're not taking care of it, the dam will break. And what's left is this beautiful silt and farmland. So it continues to heal the earth and create life, which is really a wonderful thing. So also with the beaver, there are some questions that comes up, come up for you. Have you been neglecting your most basic dreams? Because of the water that it lives in is symbolic of emotions and also dreams. Mm. Yeah, so that's a really important thing, too. So you had some dreams that you were working on at that point. Another question is, are still your... still do. <laughs> mm-hmm, yes. We're all, we should always be dreaming, right? Are your dreams in need of some repair work? Are you or those around you becoming too lost in your dreams, always dreaming but never acting on them? And is your home also in need of repair. Mm-hmm. So this was, a, you know, of an important one for your dreams. And it also reminds us that we have to react, have to act on our dreams for them to come to reality. That's an important part. So when it shows up for you, it's time for you to take action. And it will help you construct a wonderful dream. Very cool. Yeah. And the water then, of course, does symbolize our emotions and our dreams. And in in imagery, I will ask you if the water is stagnant or if it's moving, Mm -hmm. because we don't want the water to be stagnant. Then there's some other issue that we need to dig a little bit further with. Okay. Yeah. And I think I was sitting next to a river. Yes. The water was moving. Mm -hmm. So what is a forest in the distance? Wonderful. So whenever a forest appears in an imagery, it means that we're going deeper into the subconscious. We're really getting at some powerful stuff. Okay. And in the first imagery, um, a lot of times I, I start people out in the meadow. And the meadow represents a place of peace. And the larger your meadow in the imagery, the greater your sense of peace. If it's a little tiny one surrounded by a forest, there are some deeper things that we need to work on. And I know from going through the experience with you, I remember these were all very significant at the time. Yes. And there was something that I was working on, some um, feeling that I was having about it. Mm -hmm. It was the one time that I came to you with it. And honestly, I just don't remember what it was. Yeah. And that's what's so cool about it is that you are able to work on it, let it go. And then, and it's done. And it's done. Yeah. Yeah. And And I know that leading up to that, there had been some... Um, I guess, angst, yes, <laughs> I could say, yes. with it, which is why I came to you, because mm-hmm. I was like, I need to deal with this. Yes. So um, how is this used in, say, like PTSD? You had talked about it can be very significant. Yes. Um, Harvard Medical School ran a study, and they were, they talk, and this is their terminology, that um, 
Guided imagery therapy along with acupuncture is the only thing that in their terms cures PTSD. I have had great success working with people with PTSD because, again, we can it bypasses all the symptoms that they're feeling and goes right to a root cause. And at first you're thinking, hmm, you know, they may be feeling pain or anxiety in a certain area or pain. Let's go with pain in a certain area. And I ask them to see, you know, in imagery all things are possible. So they can scan their body and see where the root cause of that pain is or that issue. And not always is it where they're feeling the pain, mm-hmm. but it's always where the root cause is. And when we go to that root cause, the physical pain doesn't need to be there. When we've gotten the information, worked through it, and they make a choice. There's choices to be made along the way. Do I want to keep it? Do I want to get rid of it? What do we want to do with this? And uh, I should have said earlier, but PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder, yes. which people can um, end up getting from very severe events that happen in life. So veterans can get it when they're in different war situations. or And it's not always veterans. Right. It uh, happens also yes. with everyday people. Right. Who are Physical, emotional abuse, neglect, um, the loss of someone that is very, very dear to you and has had a major life influence on you can also be a source of PTSD where you never really get over it. With every individual, it's a different thing. And a lot of times it's not what you think it is. And and that's what's so interesting about it is I think, you know, there's such an expansion on what PTSD is mm-hmm. now compared to even 10 years ago mm-hmm. um, because we know so much more about it. So to be able to come in, and again, how would somebody uh, contact you if they wanted to start working with you? On our website, um, awakenedlivinginfusion.com, you can actually sign up for an appointment there or call our office and also another important thing to remember is that the acuity will only let you do certain things if you need a different appointment call and we'll override it okay and to call it would be 952-452-8583 you're listening to green tea conversations on am 950 the progressive voice of minnesota and we are talking with connie bierk of awaken living we will be back in just a moment Green Tea Conversations, where we delve into the pages of Natural Awakenings magazine and talk to the professionals who share their expertise on natural health with you. I'm your host, Candy Brothel, and today we're talking with Connie Bjork of Awaken Living and host of Awaken Living Infusion Radio Show here on AM 950. Welcome back to the show, Connie. Thank you so much. So just before the break, we were talking about the different ways that guided imagery is used. And uh, you were explaining that it's used from anything from uh, personal development to stress reduction to really helping with things like um, going through cancer treatments with chemotherapy and PTSD. Adrenal fatigue. I mean, it's where it works where other things don't. Okay. So talk mm-hmm. a little bit about adrenal fatigue. That, again, we're going back to the issue. With adrenal fatigue, it's going back into the body parts over and over and over again and healing the emotional issues along the way. So it's similar to PTSD in that it takes a little more time. Some things can be dealt with in one, you know, a migraine is one thing, right? Mm -hmm. Adrenal fatigue has many components to it. It affects different parts of the body. So we have to go in and address those different parts of the body. 
So not an expert myself, but mm-hmm. I'm just kind of putting two and two together and thinking. Um, so with adrenal fatigue, is that caused because of people being on alert, kind of in that fight or flight? They have been in that situation too often, right? So then the adrenals don't shut down anymore. Okay. And they're on all the time or they just go. And then it's sort of like a balloon that just goes. <laughs> you know, they have got nothing left, right? Great sound effect, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Somebody just turning into that is going to go, what? (laughs) (laughs) So you recently wrote an article that was published in the September 2019 issue of Natural Awakenings entitled Guided Imagery, a Life-Changing Therapy. So if people want to read that article, I want to let you know. You can go to naturaltwincities.com and put in the space bar guided imagery, or into the search bar, I'm sorry, guided imagery, and that article will pop up. So you can read uh, more about what Connie does there as well. Besides guided imagery, you also have a plethora of other services that you provide. What are some of the other things that you that you personally provide at the clinic? I am also a life coach and a spiritual coach. I'm a Reiki master also. I do far less of that than guided imagery or life coaching and spiritual coaching, that type of thing. I also teach all of our, all of our programs or classes. Uh, we do public speaking too, um, and those I write also. So um, the classes that we have, are, a lot of them are spiritually based. The programs that we, we teach, take a lot of programs to the corporate world also, the stress reduction and stress management ones, um, anxiety, depression, SAD, that type of thing. Um, And you work with a lot of organizations mm -hmm. doing that, kind of bring it in for their health and wellness um, opportunities that they provide for their employees. Right. So if somebody, uh, say an HR professional, was interested in reaching out to you to find out how you could come in and and help their organization, what is the number that they would call? It is our business number, which is 952-452-8583. There's also a section on our website for corporate business. Okay. So they can go in and learn more about. And Mm -hmm. that is awakenedlivinginfusion.com. You also have uh, some classes that are coming up that people might find really interesting. I'm excited about one in particular called 20 Wishes. Yes. What is 20 Wishes? And before we go on, I just want to say it begins on Tuesday, February 19th. So it happens this Tuesday. Right. And this is one that's free and it meets once a month for a year. It's based on the premise of um, a book club that was started on Valentine's Day for a group of people, and they were all widows. And so Valentine's Day was a very touching, you know, it was kind of a mm, time for them. It would be difficult. Yes. And so they were talking, and one of them, you know, they ranged in age from 20s to 70s. Big, you know, but they had that one thing in common. And so they were talking about, you know, what they, what, what now? And one woman said, you know, I... I I've started something. And she said, I pulled a number out of my head. It's 20. And I'm working on 20 wishes that I want for my life for the next year. So it's based off of that. So you can, and it's interesting because you can, you know, you don't have to sit down and do all 20 in one time. It's sort of an evolution, you know, process. Um, But it's wonderful to think in terms of what you wish for yourself versus resolutions are more based on a sense of lack something I'm not doing, I'm not good enough, that type of thing. Wishes are, you know, they're so positive and they move you forward in a much more positive manner. So one of the women wished for, where because of where she was, just to see something good in the world. 
they all kind of wished for love in their life. One wanted to go to Paris. One wanted to go to Paris with someone that she loved. And sort of like under the Tuscan sun, all of their wishes came true, but some of them in very different ways. One of them wanted to do something for others. And one of the other women in the group said, you know, I've got a friend who is in charge of the volunteer group, grandparent group at a school. Why don't you volunteer there? She did. She connected with a little girl who was nonverbal, got her talking, and found out that she was living with her grandmother, and her grandmother was dying. She ended up adopting that child, oh. and they went to Paris together. Oh, wow. You see? So, I mean, it's, it, it, it expanded every single one of them, and within the support of the group of women, they were able to help each other make those things come true. And much like in your imagery— they t- then put one of their wishes on the top of a piece of paper, and then you'd start to take action steps to make that a reality. And so this class is open. Is it open to everyone? Or everyone. Or is this just for women? No, nope, it's open for everyone. And it is free of charge. Yes. And they can find out how to uh, register for it on your website. Yes, there is a button to register just so we know, you know how large a group we're going to have. And do you remember what night that is on? It's a Tuesday, Tuesday night, I do believe. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, Tuesday night. And it meets once a month. There's another one that you have called the four-week life transformation, letting go of the past and embracing the future. Tell us a bit about that. I'm really excited about this one, too. It is a group of four group-guided imageries that help you to get rid of any obstacles or anything holding you back in your life. And it progresses each week so that... Um, you're really going forward with your full potential without any limitations holding you back. So it's all about letting go of what was and being really passionate and moving forward. And so people can get involved. I see that there are two different nights mm-hmm. that this is offered. So it starts either March 2nd or March 6th. Right. One is an evening and one is a Saturday. Okay. So the Saturday one is at 12 uh, noon. And the evening one is at 8.30 mm-hmm. p.m. Yes. And what is the cost of this workshop? That is $50 per session. Oh, that is wonderful. Yes. So people can start at any time or do they start at the beginning? It would really be wonderful if they could start at the beginning because there is a progression to these and they build on each other. You know, however, whatever you can do would be great. And just really helps people to move forward and, yes. and realize their dreams. So, Connie, it has been such a pleasure to have you here. I'm going to highly recommend to people to listen to your radio show on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. You guys have great topics. I listen to it all the time. And what is, uh, just give us one example of a, class, of a show that's coming up. This coming, or we have emotions that are coming up. Again, everything goes back to an emotional issue that you have not healed. Okay. So thank you also for joining us in this conversation and awakening to natural health. To read the online edition of Natural Awakenings or to check out our complete online calendar of events, visit naturaltwincities.com. You can find a podcast of this show on am950radio.com, on iTunes, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Have a lovely day. Lovely.